breaking news out of Georgia today as former President Jimmy Carter has checked himself into rehab for a debilitating house-building addiction. We've got the latest on what led Carter to finally seek help and just what it will take for him to kick the habit for good. From The Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. The news doesn't always have to make you angry. Sometimes it can make you sad, too. So stay with us. Jimmy Carter has been building houses for years, but the 39th president, as well as his friends and family, have always tried to brush it off as a habit rather than a serious problem. That is, until recently, following an apparent three-day house-building bender in which a passerby discovered the former president face down and delirious in an old abandoned house, mumbling about nails and insulation. But now Carter seems to finally be getting the help he needs after checking himself into a rehab facility so he can conquer this debilitating house-building addiction once and for all. For more, I'm joined by OPR's Alan Potts. Thanks, Leslie. Alan, it sounds like the president finally hit rock bottom here. That seems to be the case. I talked to the woman who found him in that abandoned building where he was apparently trying to rebuild it all on his own. Here's what she said about the former president. I was walking my dog and heard someone far away hammering and crying, nails, nails, nails. I went into the house and found him collapsed and surrounded by lumber and hand tools. He gave the place brand new marble countertops, though, and they looked pretty good. Oh, I love marble. But also, yeah, so sad. Good thing she found him when she did. Frankly, Leslie, Carter's lucky to be alive. This addiction's taken an enormous physical toll on him. I've seen recent photos, and it's clearly deteriorated his body, especially when you do side-by-side comparison with other former presidents, like Barack Obama. (sighs) Yeah, it's devastating. So when did this addiction start for Jimmy Carter? He wasn't building homes during his time in office, was he? As far as we know, up until his re-election campaign in 1980, Carter had never even touched a drill. Hmm. But losing to Reagan hit him hard, so he started building recreationally as a way to cope. Mm. Soon, it snowballed into a full-blown addiction. He didn't seem to want to try to hide it either. In fact, he would proudly publicize all the homes he built across the country every year. Right. Addiction experts believe that is a way to communicate you are in control of your vices. But when you consider that Carter has now built close to 4,000 homes over 30-some years... He clearly lacked control. Right. I'm shocked that no one has tried to check him into rehab before. If I ever saw calluses on a co-worker or family members' hands, I'd say something. Unfortunately, Leslie, Jimmy Carter is surrounded by enablers. Even his wife builds houses, and he's been linked to a shady organization called Habitat for Humanity that actually encourages people to build dozens of homes every year. It sounds like recovery won't be easy for him then. Moving forward, what's that process going to look like? He's going to be a tough case. When Jimmy Carter checked into rehab, witnesses say he was miming using power tools and asking the receptionist if anyone had seen his hard hat. Mm. I spoke with Dr. Christine Howard, an addiction specialist at the center where Carter has checked in, to learn more. With patients like Jimmy Carter, we have to wean them off very slowly. Otherwise, the withdrawal symptoms can be just as harmful as the disease. We'll start out by giving him a couple of two-by-fours every day, and then hopefully over a few weeks, we can transition to particle board. And what happens when Carter's through with treatment? Uh, Will he ever get to build houses again? You know, at least socially? If someone keeps a close eye on him, they can maybe let him have a go at the deck or a shed, but I'm afraid his home building days are over. We simply can't risk a relapse. Put your guard down for someone with a home building history like Jimmy Carter's and a whole subdivision could spring up overnight. 
Wow, that's heartbreaking. Dr. Howard informed me the rehab facility is also currently undergoing renovations, so that won't make things any easier either. That will be terribly tempting for the former world leader. Yes, she says Carter's already made several attempts to break away and join the work crew. Ugh, this is all so hard to hear. Well, the topic might make people uncomfortable, but house building is more common than you think. A lot of people get hooked in college during community service activities. Yeah. Hopefully, one day Jimmy Carter can make amends by going back and tearing every last one of those houses down. Personally, I just hope we can get all these houses off the street. Thanks, Alan. That's OPR's Alan Potts, back in a moment. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Apparently, none of our ungrateful reporters felt like working on any of the rest of these stories, so I just have to sit here and read them myself like an idiot. Here's what else you need to know today. The LAPD has announced they're banning the use of chokeholds today, stating that in no instance is the potentially deadly use of force to be used, unless, of course, an officer is in a situation that feels kind of weird. LAPD Chief Michael Moore addressed the new restrictions, calling this a big step forward in building trust with our community, but also making sure that our officers know it's still cool to choke someone to death if they feel even the slightest bit uncomfortable. And The New Yorker has responded to a controversial piece that has brought on quite a bit of reader outcry. Cartoon editor Emma Allen today defended The New Yorker's decision to publish a comic written and illustrated by Tom Cotton, stating that, quote, The New Yorker is committed to publishing quips and jests from all sides of the political spectrum. And with summer travel about to begin, some airlines are trying to play catch-up to recoup some of the year's big revenue losses. Delta announced today they'll be adding more seats to their flights by eliminating the aisle entirely, as well as adding additional passenger seats in the bathrooms and cockpit. As long as I get a window seat, I don't mind having to crawl over rows of people. And that's The Topical for today. I'm Leslie Price. If you enjoyed today's episode of The Topical, well, there are plenty of other famous people out there addicted to harmful substances and activities, and you can read all about them online. You might enjoy that, too. Also, please subscribe to The Topical wherever you get your podcast. Otherwise, I'll have to drink myself to sleep. And if you're a parent, you'll also want to be sure to tune in to tomorrow's episode, where we'll have the story of how one father taught his reluctant son how to ride a bike by throwing them both into the deep end of the swimming pool. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.